The following program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. Welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The studio lines are open for your calls and questions. Call 973-267-9687. Now, here's your host, Tom Wood. Good morning and welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, creating a partnership of good health. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We are the largest subspecialized neurosurgical group in the state of New Jersey with seven offices located throughout the state. And our newest one still again is in Bedminster, New Jersey on Main Street. To reach us, our main number in the Morristown area is 973-285-7800. And of course, you can visit us on the web at ansdocs.com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. And the web address for our Answers Live show, which everyone is visiting, thank you so much, is AnswersLiveNJ.com. Again, that's AnswersLiveNJ.com. Okay, again, I have a wonderful new guest for you today. Um, listening to all your suggestions on the website, um, a few of you have been asking to have a show on the foot and the ankle, um, which we all uh, suffer with pain throughout the uh, our lifetime with that. Uh, people who know me know that's my biggest nemesis is my ankles and my feet. Um, and when that happens, your life pretty much is uh, a horrible existence. Uh, when your feet hurt, your whole body hurts. So I thought it would be great to look around the area and find an expert on that. And I did find um, Dr. Bruce Theall. Uh, he practices in East Orange, and he um, is the uh, gentle touch foot care. Uh, good morning, Dr. Theall. Good morning, Tom. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Let me give you the numbers for Dr. Theall, and then I will uh, start talking with him. The number for his office is 973-673-3668. That's 973-673-FOOT, F-O-O-T. Uh, his website is a very simple one. It's uh, drtheall.com, and you spell theall as T-H-E-A-L-L. Um, and he also has a book called Put Your Feet First, and all that information is on his website. I'm going to give you the call-in number, because you can speak to him directly live today, is 973-267-9687. So again, good morning to you, Dr. Theall. Um, I'm so happy to have you on the show today and discussing about foot and ankle problems. Um, I know you've um, had your practice for over 30 years, so let's let everyone know a little bit about you and your practice before we get into discussing the feet and ankle. Okay, thanks, Tom. Um, my office, as you said, is in East Orange. I've had several offices over the years in the Orange area. Um, Practicing uh, in a medical arts building now that's uh, affiliated with East Orange General Hospital, a brand new uh, facility okay. that uh, allows us to be able to you know, serve our community and help them with their foot and ankle problems. Uh, I was pretty much raised in New Jersey, uh, went to school at Caldwell High School, went to Rutgers in New Brunswick, and I went to the New York College of Podiatric Medicine uh, to get my... Uh, DPM degree. I uh, did a residency at 
uh, St. Vincent's Hospital in Montclair 30 years ago. Uh, so I've pretty much been in this area, lived in this area my whole life, and I've developed a, a very good tie with the community. Uh, most of my referrals that I see in the office are patient referrals, uh, which always makes me feel good. If you're doing something good for a person and they re refer their friends and their family to you, uh, you know you're on the right track. Right. You definitely gauge your practice by that. Exactly. Well, that's great. Well, welcome to the show. And again, to speak to them directly today, and you can please call in is 973-267-9687. So let's start with a basic question, but I think um, l let everyone know, what is a podiatrist? That's a good question, Tom. A lot of people say, do you treat babies? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a pediatrician. Uh, pretty much most people refer to a podiatrist as a foot doctor. And when you say that, everyone knows who you are. Uh, we treat the problems of the foot, ankle, and the lower leg, anything from skin, soft tissue problems, bony or joint problems, to help people walk in comfort and be able to manage uh, their lives and uh, walk without pain. Okay. Um, as I said to, uh, to everyone and, and people who know me, I, I suffer with ankle pain, and it's really very, very difficult when you have pain in your feet and I have people that say, oh, my hip hurts, my knee hurts, and I know it's miserable too. But when your feet hurt, it really can stop you from doing anything. Um, and I know that for just living that with my ankles. So what are the most common problems that you see in your office with people suffering from foot pain or discomfort? Well, Tom, as you said, when your feet hurt, everything hurts. Uh, the foot is the foundation of the body. Uh, when the foot and the ankle are out of alignment, with the lower leg, it causes problems not only in the feet and ankles, but the legs, knees, hips, and even the back sometimes. So we currently uh, usually see people with a foot complaint, but they'll also have you know other complaints to other parts of their body, and we try and figure out where the misalignments are present, what it is that's causing pain, that's causing them to shift their walk, um, make them walk in an abnormal way that puts stress on the other structures of the body. And it's very rewarding when we help them with their foot pain, but as an uh, extra added bonus, they'll develop uh, improvements in other parts of their body. Um, the most common things that we see are people who have heel pain, uh, toenail problems, whether they're ingrown toenails or ugly toenails, otherwise known as fungus toenails, right. uh, a lot of diabetic patients, and a lot of patients who just come in with general pain in their foot and they're not sure where it's coming from. Okay. Um, I've been doing a little bit of research before the show, and, and you touched base on a few things that I definitely want to get into. The first one, let's start with heel pain. Um, I was reading that one out of four people actually suffer from heel pain, which to me, that's a, that's a pretty high number. Um, what attributes to that, and what do you see as the main cause of that? Well, heel pain comes from a variety of reasons, but the most common cause is what, what we term in the medical literature as plantar fasciitis. Right. The foot has an arch to it, but if the arch is not properly supported, if people wear improper shoes, stand excessively on their feet, uh, they're overweight, they have demanding jobs where they have to use their feet, and they put excessive stress on that bony architecture, 
the ligament that supports the arch will oftentimes get inflamed as it's pulled or torn out of the heel bone. This is what we see most commonly with people with heel pain. And it can happen in the young, uh, middle-aged, and the old. Uh, it's, it goes across all demographics and all age groups. Okay. Um, you touched base on arches. I remember when I was youngster, uh, let's say I was a little bit of a roly-poly, um, and I had what was called flat feet. And I hear people talking about that flat feet. And I remember going to a podiatrist when I was younger um, and made me these very hard plastic orthotics that I had to wear. And it did help. Um, what is that with flat feet? When you hear that word a lot, people say, oh, I have flat feet. That's why my feet hurt. Um, what actually essentially is that and what causes that? Flat feet is a term that a lot of people use that not always represents what's going on with their feet. Um, a lot of people, when they're sitting, they'll have a nice arch to their foot, but when they stand, due to imbalances in their foot, they may roll over on the inside of their foot, which is called excessive pronation. This causes the arch to lower. Um, if your arch is completely flat uh, from years of walking that way, there's usually less options in being able to help you, but we can always improve your walk and make you feel more comfortable no matter what the arch condition is. Um, the arch is very key to the foot structure. When there's an imbalance that causes that arch to collapse, that's what tends to cause the foot to flatten out, which when it does, it causes the bones and the ligaments of the foot to move out of place. The foot becomes what we call hypermobile. With a hypermobile foot, things moving in directions they shouldn't be moving in. It causes stress on the ligaments, stress on the joints, and a lot of times leads to other deformities in the front part of the foot, like hammer toes and bunions, which plague a lot of people, especially women, who try to wear fashionable shoes but can't fit in them due to these abnormal foot deformities. Right. Um, again, uh, segueing into it as listening to you talk, um, hammer toes or the bunions, um, a lot of women uh, suffer from that. Uh, I don't want to call my wife out on it, but I'm going to. Um, she has that. Um, and, and you're right. Some of these really great shoes. She's a shoe person, and she goes crazy over these shoes, and she can't wear them because that large bump on the side is, is causing issues or pain. Um, I hear now with surgery, a lot of people are having these uh, surgeries. What, what can you do for that um, besides surgery, or is that really the option when it gets to a certain point? Well, actually, Tom... Surgery is what I was trained for 30 years ago, but as I've worked with the population, talked to person after person, listened to people's stories, surgery is the last option, and they don't even want to hear that word. If I start off with, we can correct this by, this, they, they freeze, their jaw drops, and they're not going to listen to anything else I have to say. What makes my practice a little bit different is I have, over the last 20 to 30 years realized that concentrating on conservative measures, alternative measures, not only can help prevent going for surgery, but it also makes people feel relaxed, makes people feel comfortable. And in a great majority of the time, it solves their particular problem, even though the bump may still be there or the abnormal position, the toe may still be there, but they can still function, wear shoes, uh, and be able to live their normal activities, uh, their daily lives unaffected, and be able to work in comfort. When we can't 
find a way to alleviate their pain or discomfort from conservative measures. Surgery is always an option to put certain bones back into alignment to correct the position so that the feet will feel more comfortable in, in shoes. I really discuss with my female patients especially that there's a time and a place for everything. And even if you have certain foot problems, if you understand that if you, in moderation, wear your heels or your dress shoes to times when you really need them, you can pretty much do okay in those shoes for brief periods of time. Trying to get them to wear a little bit more sensible shoe, a little bit roomier shoe when they're standing, walking, doing housework, doing shopping, chores, activities on their feet. Well, a lot of times, if they wear those shoes, make them more able to wear a dress shoe. Men, uh, fortunately, uh, by the nature of our shoes, rounded, big, deep right. sneakers, boots, we have a lot of the same deformities that women do, but because the shoes that we're fit, uh, able to wear in, in uh, our fashion sense, uh, a lot more plain shoes, we don't have the discomfort that women do. You start to put toes into a cramped, pointy toe box, and you add a three- or a four-inch heel to put more pressure up on the front part of the foot. It's no wonder that women develop more problems and have more pain than men do. Okay, so wearing those high heel shoes does attribute to that. It, it does. Uh, anything that puts a foot in a position it's not meant to function in normally will always add to the problem. But again, if they're worn for brief periods, for, for weddings, for functions, right. for church, most people can get by with that. Right. Okay. Well, that was interesting to know. Like I said, um, I, like with my wife and uh, her sister, they all had this, uh, the bunions and the surgeries and it seems pretty miserable, but um, there's other ways to fix that without surgery. And just like at our group at Atlantic Neurosurgical, that is always the last option, well, surgery. It's a Tom, scary let me, thing. Let yeah. me add one more thing. Sure. My patients who come in and they want to wear their high heel shoes uh, and there's certain types of soft, comfortable boots, I won't mention the name, that people come in wearing all the time. And when I tell them that that's not a good type of footwear for them to wear, you know, they're like, well, I need to wear those. And I said, well, that's good for business, but it's not good for you. Right, right. So footwear is important. Um, suffering with foot pain myself, I noticed I used to try to cheap out with shoes. Um, I don't anymore. I buy really good quality uh, supportive shoes, and I do notice a dramatic difference. Even when my feet are bothering or ankles out, I put on one of my good shoes, so to speak, and it does feel better. So anyone listening, um, you know, shoes are very, very important. Style's important, but of course, uh, over the years, um, that style can uh, actually uh, start to hurt, I guess, your feet. Um, I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We have a lot more to talk about. I'm Tom Wood of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Suffering from neck or back pain can truly disrupt your life. Every day I hear of the stories of people whose lives have been devastated by nerve pain, but who are afraid to see a neurosurgeon. They're scared of surgery. But at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists, we make getting back to the life you want possible using a variety of minimally invasive treatments. Our group of specialists are among the best trained doctors in the state, the leaders in stroke and minimally invasive spine and brain tumor procedures, and we view surgery as the last option. Don't be afraid to end your pain. Trust Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We have eight offices throughout New Jersey and are affiliated with most healthcare systems. Call 973-285-7800 or visit us at ansdocs.com 
That's ansdocs.com. Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We've truly got your back. <coughs> Welcome back to Answers Live. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Bruce Theall. Uh, he's from Gentle Touch Foot Care in uh, East Orange, New Jersey, and we're learning so much about the foot and ankle today. Uh, we just left off before the break talking about shoes, uh, and although sometimes shoes are stylish, they can eventually, if you wear them all the time, give you some issues. Um, we did touch briefly about uh, plantar fasciitis, Dr. Theol, and I wanted to go back to that because a lot of people suffer from that, um, and even on you you see on commercials about you know quick fixes and and even in our practice we always like to warn people that maybe that's not always the best way uh, even for back pain it's like go to someone who knows what they're doing like you with the foot so I'm going to ask you directly how do we treat plantar fasciitis um, let's start with non-surgical because that's the best route and then if if surgery go into that all right Tom uh, just to review plantar fasciitis being one of the most common causes of heel pain. Um, people can generally tell if they have that condition by some of the characteristic features. Sharp stabbing pains in their heel, especially when they first get out of bed in the morning or if they sit in a chair and they get up uh, and first put pressure on their foot. What this does is it puts excessive tension on the plantar fascia, the ligament that supports the arch, and it tears that fascia out of the heel bone leading to damaged tissue. So to treat plantar fasciitis, we use several very simple things uh, that will work depending on how long the person has had the problem and what their activity level is. Uh, we will often strap their foot with tape on their first visit to take some stress off the plantar fascia. And if that's helpful, it generally lets us know that this is indeed what the cause of the problem is. We offer various treatments from stretching, uh, night splints to help stretch the plantar fascia at nighttime when you're in bed. Uh, we discuss cryotherapy. We discuss various anti-inflammatory medications called NSAIDs, uh, such as Advil and Aleve to help with the discomfort. And when people don't respond to these simple things, other more involved treatments such as injections, uh, often guided with our ultrasound machine, uh, or functional orthotics, which is a mold uh, we take of the person's foot with plaster to make a device to go inside their shoe to support their foot and arch. Uh, people often say, well, I've had arch supports before. They say, I went to the Dr. Scholl's Center in my pharmacy, and I stood on the computer, right. and it told me I have a, a high arch, and I need a 37 arch support. Well, a pressure scan can only tell you so much about a person's foot. When we see someone with plantar fasciitis or any other foot problem, we do a detailed, complete examination of their foot and ankle, ask them a lot of questions, and come to determine what the actual cause is that leads to the plantar fasciitis. Making a functional orthotic, which is a custom-made device, is so totally different than the arch supports and gel cushions right. and heel pads that are advertised on TV as miracle cures which do help a small percentage of people, but if you have true plantar fasciitis, these often leave a lot to be desired. 
Okay. That definitely uh, answered the questions. And, and I did laugh when you said that about those machines because, uh, like, you go in the supermarket now, and Dr. Scholes has that machine. And, and I laugh because, of course, I did stand on it. But to me, it's just a scale. And it goes by weight. The heavier you are, the higher your number will be. So it's kind of insulting when I'm into the 400 uh, uh, size range. So um, I kind of figured that's just a little bit of a marketing thing there. But you're right. Putting some insoles sometimes does help. But you know, it's always nice to walk on something soft. Um, but that that basically explains everything um, about that. Uh, and more information, of course, visit his website or, or give him a call. Um, I wanted to touch base again a little bit on diabetes. Um, my listening audience um, is a little bit older, uh, like myself, and um, diabetes is, is very prevalent in our society, and it affects the feet a lot um, in diabetics. Why is that? Well, there's several reasons for that, Tom. Uh, the feet being at the end of the cardiovascular chain, the end of the blood vessel chain, have the smallest blood vessels, uh, as do the hands. So... People, as we age, normally develop hardening of the arteries, cholesterol deposits in your arteries, which is what they always talk about as causes of strokes, uh, heart attacks, and things of that nature. So when those blood vessels are clogged, it leads to those serious organ implications. But when the blood vessels of the feet are clogged, it leads to poor circulation, otherwise known as PAD, peripheral arterial disease. That's a normal thing that happens in aging to all of us to some degree or another, depending on our lifestyle and our dietary habits. But in diabetics, there's an additional complication where small extra buildups because of the abnormal blood sugar over a long period of time build up in the small vessels of the feet. So this puts someone who's a diabetic at an extremely high risk. Also, diabetics develop frequently what's known as neuropathy, which is a nerve damage that comes from a variety of uh, different sources, but very common in diabetics, where again, the abnormal um, metabolites from the diabetic situation cause damage to the, to the nerves of the legs and the feet. This can lead to burning, tingling and pins and needles feeling, or numbness, which is decreased sensation in various parts of the feet. When diabetics have these combinations of things, they're at much higher risk than the general population for serious complications and injury. Right. So listening to all that, I it would suggest that uh, diabetics have a podiatrist that they see routinely. How often do you think someone should see their podiatrist when they're a diabetic? Well, it depends on their particular problems. But if diabetics have any kind of problem with their toenails or they have painful corns or calluses, they should never treat those themselves. They should always come to the podiatric specialist to treat those kinds of problems, to keep them comfortable, and to lessen any chance of a risk of cutting that at home, leading to uh, hospitalization and, God forbid, uh, a worse problem with amputation. Um, our diabetic patients, when we first examine them, we will evaluate what their situation is and what risk factors they have. And then we generally will see them on at least a yearly basis or tell them that if you ever find any changes in your, in, your, in your feet or your legs, anything that seems abnormal, any redness, any drainage, any open sores, any cuts, be sure to give us a call and we'll see you immediately. Okay, so that's very important to um, diabetics that are listening to do that. Um, 
Uh, my career has been, uh, spanned many different types of things, but uh, early on, uh, I was an x-ray technologist, and I do remember early in those earlier days doing a lot of x-rays on diabetics that actually cut their own toenails, who cut them wrong and became infected and ended, uh, ended up coming in with cellulitis and osteomyelitis. And at some points, that really prolonged even a gangrenous toe by trying to treat this at home. So it's very, very important uh, to have your, uh, your feet uh, looked at by a podiatrist and uh, very well taken care of. Um, while we're in that kind of realm of questioning, toenails are important. We have to clip them. Um, is there a special way to clip your toenails, you know, angle, straight across? And also, let's talk a little bit about some toenail issues. Um, uh, a lot of commercials you hear about, for some weird reason lately, uh, toenail fungus and medications for that. Um, let's talk a little bit about toenails, if we can. Well, toenails, one of the most common things that comes into the office uh, an ingrown toenail, either improperly cut by the uh, patient themselves or from an accident uh, with a, a pedicurist or something of that nature. Cutting toenails should always be straight across. You should never go down into the sides of the nails. Uh, going down into the corner only invites a bigger problem where the nail will tend to become an ingrown nail uh, if this is done improperly and it's very hard to cut the side without causing a problem as the nail grows out. Uh, so we see a lot of patients who have ingrown toenails when they come in and very painlessly we can treat that, make them feel better and educate them as far as proper cutting so that we can try and reverse the problem. One of the other common problems we see with toenails is a thickening of the toenail or an ugly toenail. Many times this is caused by a fungus organism that gets into the nail bed and causes the nail to thicken over time, get discolored. <coughs> Excuse me. That's okay. Um, and this also causes pain due to the thickness of the nail. We've got a lot of treatments for this from simple thinning of the nail to reduce the pressure, topical medications that are somewhat effective in killing the fungus on the nail, uh, oral medications and antibiotic type medications have been prescribed to try and kill the fungus in the nail bed and let a healthier nail grow out. And more recently, uh, laser therapy is actually used. Uh, we have an advanced diawave laser in our office to treat the nail bed and to also make the fungus organism uh, die so that a healthier new nail can grow out over a period of time. Okay. Um, keeping on that, when you said um, ingrown toenails, and of course everyone experiences, is that only caused by improper cutting, or can you just have people be susceptible to ingrown toenails? Well, that's a very good question, Tom. And actually, what is an ingrown toenail? An ingrown toenail is a nail, well, there's a lot of reasons people will say they have an ingrown toenail, but the technical definition is a nail that's pierced into the skin on the side of the nail. This often leads to a redness, a swelling, and, and or an infection in that corner of the toenail. Um, people will also often say they have an ingrown nail when it's really just the thickening of the nail. Uh, it was just a little improperly cut and there's some extra pressure on the side. Or sometimes it's pressure from the shoe or the adjacent toe that's pressing on the side of the nail that makes them think they have an ingrown toenail. One of the other causes, aside from improper cutting, is improper shoes. And in, that, in particular, the wrong size shoe. I can't tell you over the number of patients I've seen over the years who've come in and had an ingrown toenail, and I look at their foot, and I say, well, this doesn't look so bad. Um, let me see, what could be causing this? 
I'll ask, what size shoe do you usually wear? Oh, I usually wear a size 9. How long have you been wearing that? My whole life. And I'll measure them. And there are 11. <laughs> well, no wonder your toenails hurting you. It's a funny story that I, that someone once relayed to me. Uh, a woman, you can ask her, would you fit in the wedding dress that you wore 40 years ago? Right. And they'll say, no, of course not. So why do you think you'll fit in the same shoe size that you wore 40 years ago as well? Feet change just like every other part of the body does. Wow. See, you learn things every day. Um, I'm going to thank you so much for coming on the show today, Dr. Theol. Again, my guest today was Dr. Bruce Theol from Gentle Touch Foot Care. To reach him, it's 973-673-3668. And you can visit him on his website, drtheol.com. Again, I'm Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. You can reach us at 973-285-7800 or visit us on the web at ansdocs.com. Again, if you're suffering from back pain, we do have the Spine Center now, so you can come see us from the onset of back pain, and we will start uh, uh, helping you out with your back pain. And again, surgery is always the last option, so don't be afraid to give us a call. Thank you so much, and I'll be speaking to you all again next week. Join us again next week for Answers Live, your community medical connection making a partnership of good health. The preceding program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions.